Hello, everyone. I am Mike Bibbins, and this is the Bibbs Corner Film Podcast, episode four. Uh, I'm trying to work on this video thing. Uh, I'm, I'm trying some new things here. I've got a stand now to hold my phone, which I'm recording off of for the first time. For those of you watching on YouTube, uh, for those of you on the audio-only version, obviously you don't have to worry about that. So uh, we're gonna try some new things. I'm, I'm still figuring this out. I'm trying to get comfortable in front of the camera. So here we go. Uh, today we are talking about Sylvie's Love, the new Amazon Prime video, Tessa Thompson movie uh, with Nandi Asimwa as well, the former NFL player. Who, that kind of threw me off. I actually didn't know he was acting now, so that was pretty cool. Um, so that obviously got my attention when I saw him on the cast list, and I love Tessa Thompson. Uh, she was on my short list for Best Actress last year, so um, I really did like this movie. I'm not going to pretend to be a big romance guy, but uh, I like this movie. I'm, I'd be lying if I said it didn't get to me a little bit. I might have shed a thug tear, too. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm going to drop the elevator review and then we'll just keep get straight into it. So it is a black love story. It is set in the 50s and 60s and it doesn't spend any time really addressing segregation, which I appreciate it because it was about the love story. It wasn't about the times. Uh, the music is great. Uh, obviously, in the synopsis, you'll hear that Nandi Asimov's character is a saxophone player. And uh, so there's a lot of jazz and a lot of classics that you'll hear throughout the film. Um, it's a timeless love story. It's a romance film. And like I said, I'm not a big romance guy, but it is one of the best romance films that I can say I've ever seen. I, I really enjoyed it that much. Um, if you're on the audio version, this is where I will do a break. If you are on the video version, I'm gonna jump straight into that synopsis. Tessa Thompson is Sylvie. Uh, she's a young woman working in her father's record store. And she meets this young saxophonist who comes in to buy a Thelonious Monk record, actually, and then ends up applying for a job. And they fall in love very quickly. Um, but then there are complications, as tends to happen with life. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at the trailer. Uh, the synopsis is pretty straightforward. I don't like to give away a lot. So let's just take a look at the trailer. Absolutely. I guess when it's the only thing that matters. And uh, after the gig in Paris, I'm gonna go on tour. 
afraid I can. But I think you very well could be the next John Coltrane. What are you Okay, so <laughs> that's a good trailer. Like I if you if you listen to my reviews, you watch my reviews, you know I don't really watch uh, trailers too much. I don't want to be spoiled on anything. So what I will say about this movie is that Nandi Asma was great as uh, Robert, the saxophonist, the love interest. And Tessa, of course, Tessa was Tessa. She was great as well. Uh, there's a cameo from a YouTube film producer that I recently started getting into named Big Jaw that I wasn't expecting. And that's always fun. Um, every other side character uh, it was great in this film. I, you saw some of the cameos there. Eva Longoria is one of them. Um, what's his name? Lance Riddick plays Tessa Thompson's father. Uh, just a lot of good, good side characters that everybody added something to the film in some way, which I appreciated. Um, as you noticed in the trailer or may have noticed in the trailer, maybe not, the strong theme of this is that Sylvie is not in the 50s and 60s and maybe even today, she was not a woman that was trying to be kept. Uh, she had ambition and you know that wasn't what people expected of a woman back in those times. And some people still don't expect to this day. Uh, but definitely not in those times. Uh, there was, let me see here. Also, the fact that Nandi Asimov's character was a very good saxophonist, like he was the star, really, of the band he was in, although his name wasn't on the band, and that becomes a problem later. Um, he was making money internationally from his music, and that kind of gets in the way of their relationship. Um, between that and her ambition, those two things kind of keep bumping into each other and causing them not to, to be able to, to be together. There was an issue of timing. And I think for me, that's what it was. That's where it hit home for me, where it, the timing for them never felt right. Uh, when they actually meet, she's engaged. So even though they had a, a quick romance, it was more so with the idea that they may not be able to be together from the start, they, that was already, there was already an obstacle. And then when he, as you notice in the trailer, gets the job in France and you know he asked her to come with him, 
and she tells him that she can't basically um again obstacles and the question becomes you know will they ever overcome these obstacles there is a lot of back and forth will they won't they in this film which can get annoying in films in tv shows things like that but uh, I thought that they did a good job of making it all come full circle, making it make sense for me. Um, the most important part, I guess the most powerful part for me was Tessa Thompson's character, Sylvie, like I mentioned, she was an ambitious woman. And as far as hitting home and this being a timeless film and the, the way that it's probably gonna hit certain people when they watch this movie, um, not everybody, not every man is meant for a woman that has her own dreams, goals, and ambitions, uh, career-wise, a career woman. So even the women in this movie kind of fall into that camp. So, uh, I tr I'm trying not to spoil too much, but there's a point where she meets the wife of someone powerful and the person that she's with is in a position to take a big step in their career and get more money basically. And she mentions how that may impact her job. And the other woman's like, well, just quit your job. Ha ha ha. Um, and that is done, done to her multiple times throughout this film that it's just a matter like, you know, you're working as a novelty. You're not, you're not, you don't have a career basically. Um, at one point, the fact that she has a family or wants a family becomes well, if you have a family, then you can't be a career woman too. It's like you have to choose one or the other. You're not gonna have both. And again, these are themes of the times, the 50s and 60s, but I would say it's still something that comes up today. Um, I know people that are career-minded people and the idea of them being ambitious is foreign to the people in their inner circle or what have you. Like you're supposed to want a family and kids um, and then people who are ambitious and have a family or kids and worry that that could hold them back from taking the next step in their career or what have you. So again, for that part of it, it hit home for the fact that the men that she's dealing with may or may not struggle with the idea of her being her own thing uh, and having her own career also kind of hit home. Um, and again, those are the things that I think are going to stick with people. Um, just watching the timeline and people watching it, I've seen several women that I know are in positions of power or have that type of ambition that said that, you know, they, the movie really connected with them in some way, shape or form, which again, is not surprising based on those things. Um, now, I feel like I'm being generous lately with my reviews, um, but I, I would give this movie between a four and a half and a five, just off the top. I truly respected the way the story was handled. There was one point where I thought it was gonna go off the rails and I was gonna be annoyed, but they, they brought it back home in a way that made sense. Um, and I truly enjoyed the experience. Like I said, I may or may not have shed a thug tear or two at some point in this movie. Um, yeah, I would have to give it a four and a half, five rating. I'm not sure where I'm gonna land yet, we'll see. I like to kind of sleep on those first. Um, and so now I think I'll go ahead and get into the spoiler section. Uh, I'm gonna try to kill a minute or so before we get into the spoilers because I know that you may be 
not paying attention or have stepped away and got it playing in the background. So I'm gonna try to give you some time to pause it, stop it, whatever. I would like for you to see the movie before we get into some of these spoiler things that I wanna touch on. Um, and uh, it is, I don't know, I, I've started this video multiple times. So if I have not said Merry Christmas yet, Merry Christmas, because I am recording this late night Christmas Eve, early morning Christmas, and I will be releasing this on Christmas. Um, so Merry Christmas if I haven't already said that. Um, I've, uh, we're close enough to a minute. We'll go ahead and get into this. So one thing I'll say about the movie, I did have a little bit of trouble keeping up with the timing. Uh, I was thrown off a little bit by the timing a couple times. First, I wasn't sure how long Nandi Asimov's character was supposed to be working at the record shop in the beginning of the movie when they first meet before he has to leave and go to France. There was a, I wasn't sure how long they were supposed to have been together to, to fall in love the way they kind of did. So it would have been, be been nice to have a timeline on that, to have a, a better gauge for time. I know usually they'll tie it to holidays and stuff like that, but that didn't really happen here. Um, and then the second time was when she has the, the job at the, the TV station. How long was she the assistant before her boss uh, decides that she's leaving and she gets promoted? Like, I would have needed to have a better idea how long she was there because I wanted to be confused by her getting that position so easily. Uh, but I just went with it and I didn't really... I mean, it was great for her character, but it would have been nice to know that she had been there for like six months, a year, whatever, to believe that they would just hand that job to her the way they did. Um, let me see here. So also early in the movie, so when he is going to France, we have just found out that she is pregnant. And this again is something that happens a lot. And it's actually reminded me of the photograph where in the photograph she got pregnant and left and never told him that she was pregnant. In this movie, he's leaving. He wants her to come with him. She's pregnant, uh, but she knows this is a big opportunity for him going over there. And she feels like, I guess, the baby could hold him back, like make him not want to go. And she doesn't want to stop him from chasing his dreams. So she chooses not to tell him that, that she's pregnant. So that made me mad at first um, that she would not tell him that she's with his child. Then when they meet five years later, it hasn't been made clear that she kept the child. And that part of it kind of threw me off for a while. Uh, when they make that clear, then it becomes, okay, cool. So she's got the child, she's still married, old buddy. And apparently he accepted that she had gotten pregnant by someone else while she was gone, which was interesting. Again, of of the, I don't, I'm not sure about the times back then. I felt like that could have been a deal breaker and maybe she ended up not being with that guy, which made it not make sense again that she wouldn't have reached out, but she did end up with him. Um, let me see what else we got here. And you can tell I'm not used to doing video because I, I feel like I'm not looking in the camera at all. <laughs> so bear with me for my video people. Um, what else do we have? Da, 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 da. So later, when he does come back, they do have a chance to be together. And then he uh, tries to pursue the job in Detroit. And that does not go as planned. I was upset at how he gave up. So 
it would be one thing for him to have said, you know, uh, I don't think we can be together because I can't and explain why he doesn't think they can be together instead of just saying that he doesn't want her to come with him. Like, I, I can't be a family man. That kind of made me mad because it felt like it didn't, it went against what his character was. Um, up to that point, I was of the belief that he believed in her dreams um, and was better than needing to be that traditional man that was a breadwinner. So he so much needed to be the breadwinner that he would rather not be with her and not be in his child's life at all. Didn't sit right with me at the time. Um, let me see here. So, you know, accepting that, that aside, uh, at that point, I didn't want him to be with her. I didn't think he deserved her at that point. Like, really, you're going to run out on your family because your wife is probably going to be the breadwinner in the family and you, for whatever reason, can't live with that shame. And then the idea that he's not even making it clear that he's going to try to still support his daughter in any way, that really threw me off. Um, when Sylvie finds out why he left, now if she was just told what was going on with him, that he had just gotten a regular job, that he wasn't playing anymore, uh, that wouldn't have been enough. So I appreciated that when her cousin told her, her cousin compared him not telling her that he left because he wasn't going to be able to be that big time saxophonist, that he was going to have to get a regular job she compared him leaving and not telling her that to her not telling him about the child in the beginning because she did that to allow him to still pursue his dreams as as that saxophonist that all those years ago so now him telling her not to come with him and not being honest about why was him trying to allow her to stay in new york and pursue her dreams as the producer um now again both could have done things differently, especially him, because they're older, more mature, they've lived life, they've been, they've had obstacles in the past, and like you would think that you would try to work around a little bit more, but um, again, it, it, it equaled out, and apparently she felt the same way, because obviously she comes back around to him uh, at the end of the film, and at that point, he does accept, you know, it is what it is type of thing, and I'd rather be with you. Um, Without that added layer, without that added piece of this is why this makes sense, I probably would have hated the movie. It's that simple. So shout out to the writers for making sure that you had that extra piece of context. Again, overall, they did a really good job with this movie. I really enjoyed it. I am not a romance person, but it hit home with me in a certain way. And I'm sure it's going to do the same for a lot of people. Uh, if you are into romance films or Tessa Thompson or uh, just want to watch a good movie, I, I can't recommend this movie strongly enough. It's a really good movie uh, worth your time this Christmas holiday. So I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, two big movies coming out today, Soul and Wonder Woman 1984. I will be watching both. I will try to knock out reviews for both. Uh, we'll see how this one came out. I'm not sure how this video is looking. I'm not sure how this audio sounds. Uh, we will find out and I will adjust as needed. Until then, peace.